Hey, this is Ben Fraser. Welcome to episode 34 of Brickhouse, the podcast, Reframing Porn Addiction. A couple episodes ago, I uh, used the term, um, how does it feel? I guess it's not a term, it's a question. And um, I was referring to the idea that it feels bad to look at porn. But that's not exactly true, is it? So this week, I want to just talk about how it feels. So first thing I want to talk about is how does it feel sort of like right before you decide to act out? Um, if you're like me, and I'm, I'm pretty much the only one I have to compare things to, so I'm really going to be speaking about my experience today because that's really all I know. Uh, so, But if you are like me, you might feel anxious or stressed out. You might want some relief or just feeling bad about yourself. And then you might get the idea like, hey, uh, porn might make me feel better. That is kind of what I want to talk about today. Does porn really make you feel better? I'll I'll just jump ahead. I don't think it does. But um, let's just just go through it feeling by feeling, moment by moment, and and look at it. Think about it. So, um, So that might be the feeling that you might be having before you decide to look at porn. Um... I notice a big change in how I'm feeling after I make the decision to look at porn. It's very physical. Um, I notice that my my heartbeat sort of goes up, my heart rate goes up, my breathing gets faster and shallower. Um, I might feel like a kind of a pulsing in my head. I'm, I'm noticing that I can't really focus and concentrate very well. There is a huge sense of anticipation, but it's not exactly pleasure. In fact, it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. And it's just like, I need some relief. I need some relief. That's kind of the, the overall feeling. And my mind has latched onto the idea that porn is the only way I can get relief. This very much sounds like an addiction, doesn't it? We could be talking about some kind of drug. And I think we are talking about a kind of drug. So there's this feeling about being really excited, but but not feeling good. It's not a good kind of excitement. It's it's more of a, a, a specific kind of stress. So then, if I start actually looking at porn, I get kind of, I don't know, I think I start sweating. I get really, I do get excited. There are some sort of hits of pleasure at that point. Um, but it's also kind of, it's also kind of disappointing because there is this feeling before I look at porn that porn is going to satisfy me. And then when I start looking at porn, I realize that it's not. Sometimes before I look at porn, I might have a fantasy of something in particular that I want to look at that I remember as being pleasurable before. And then I find that thing. I'm being deliberately vague here because I don't want to trigger anybody. So then I find that thing. I look at it and it doesn't really give me that much pleasure. So I'm a little disappointed, but I keep on looking. I keep on looking, and this can go on for hours, um, because it's not really satisfying. And I'm look, I think maybe if I find the right image or the right video, then it will be satisfying. And at some point, I just kind of run out of time, or I get tired, or frustrated, and I go, "Well, you know what? This isn't exactly the most satisfying thing, but I'm going to look at this picture, and this is what I'm going to use to have an orgasm with looking at this particular picture." or video, or whatever it is. 
And then I have the orgasm, and that is pleasurable in a certain way. It doesn't last, you know, the pleasure doesn't last very long. And sometimes it's intense, sometimes it's not so intense. Um, But it's almost immediately followed by feelings of emptiness, loneliness, disappointment, shame. I start thinking about the fact that I'm going to have to tell somebody. So there's a certain amount of dread involved. And so there's a lot of pretty bad feelings. Plus, I, you know, there's this also phenomenon that happens sometimes. It should have a name. <laughs> Maybe I should name it in my podcast. But it's it's this um, idea that um, when I'm looking at porn, I'm not really thinking very much about the people in the images or the videos. In fact, I'm projecting a whole set of circumstances and feelings onto this, onto those pixels that I'm seeing. But after I have the orgasm, if I'm still looking at any of those pictures, I can kind of see the humanity of the people involved. And I kind of feel bad because I recognize that, you know, it. there are these like often fairly young women for some reason, I can see more in their eyes than, you know, after the orgasm than before the orgasm. I can kind of see, it's like, you know, this woman probably doesn't really want to be doing this. And she doesn't really look very happy. And maybe she looks sad, you know, or, or I, I don't really believe that she's enjoying this, even though she's trying to appear, she's acting like she's enjoying it. And it just makes me feel bad for her and ashamed of myself. So there's this sort of different feeling that comes over at that point. So um, then there's sort of the aftermath of sort of telling people and, and making, a, uh, making a commitment to quitting and, and there's different feelings involved with that. But um, the, I guess one thing that, you know, I notice is that there is definitely some pleasure. I mean, <sighs> sexual release, sexual excitement can feel really good. It excites the pleasure centers of the brain. Um, it's designed, there's this thing inside us that's designed to make us procreate, to bring us and bring us together, bring us close to people in, uh, of the opposite sex in relationships. Um, this is the thing that we're born with. Um, and there's a lot of pleasure involved, <laughs> but, um, there's not a whole lot of pleasure involved in looking at porn, in my experience. The other thing is that I found that if there's been a long time since my last time looking at porn, let's say it's been a month or a hundred days or something like that, the very first time I look at porn, it seems to feel pretty great. You know, the actual orgasm part, that seems to feel pretty great. The second time, not so much. The third time, not so much. It, there's really um, diminishing returns. Um, if I'm on a binge or something like that, so like after a week or so, it's it's not satisfying at all. <laughs> I'm literally going through the motions, so to speak. Um, so so it feels different depending on kind of where where you are in the uh, you know how long it's been since you've looked at porn. So the thing I guess is that um, I I want to remind myself and I want to share with you the idea that that porn if you kind of like try to measure feelings or try to measure how much time you're feeling good versus how much time you're feeling bad 
The feeling bad part is, I don't know, 10 times longer, maybe, I don't know, it could be more like 100 times longer. It feels like if you say the pleasure is like, let's just say the, I don't know, the pleasure could be a minute, maybe? Well, unless you want to describe your whole sort of porn experience and masturbation as like a couple hours or something, you could, anyway, the, it depends on how you measure it, but the point is that there's certainly a lot more bad feelings in my experience than there are good feelings. But of course, the, but of course, we keep coming back to it. We keep trying to and hoping that it will make us feel better, and it makes us feel better, but just for such a short amount of time. It's kind of a crazy thing, you know, that that we that we do this when we're addicted. We keep doing this thing that feels bad, that feels more bad than good, but we keep on doing it. So maybe it's a good idea to stop. Maybe it's a good idea to stop. All right, well, the show's going a little bit long today, um, but I do want to do a short little appreciation. There's a book that I read. Um, actually, I listened to it on tape. Um, it was great. I loved it. I just want to recommend it to you. It's called The Beatles, All These Years, Volume 1, Tune In. That's a long title. Um, by Mark Lewison. And I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Um, it's a great book about the early years of the Beatles. And one thing that's kind of interesting for listeners of this podcast is that the author, Mark Lewison, says that uh, he actually calls the Beatles sex addicts, believe it or not. And if you listen to the story, um, listen, read about the early lives, it's clear that they were having sex because their lives were, were kind of miserable and that was um, the drug that they were using, sex. Well, maybe you can read it and see if you agree. So, uh, so that's an interesting little bit of information. And uh, it'd be fun to think more about that. Um, maybe I'll do a show on like famous sex addicts. I think that might be a good podcast. So anyway, uh, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I'm noticing that there are more and more plays on SoundCloud, so that's exciting. It seems like people are, are, are uh, enjoying this, or listening to it anyway. Uh, again, feel free to drop me a line and I will email you back. If you have questions or comments, if you want to watch the Brickhouse web series or listen to other podcast episodes, go to BrickhouseWebSeries.com. And remember, there are better ways to feel good. <laughs>